Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. And again, it is great to be back. We missed last week. Um, I was on vacation. We'll talk a little bit about that today. Um, I intend. I had intended on recording this last uh, uh, last night, um, but we had some uh, travel issues, and we'll talk about it a little bit more here in a, just a second. So. Um, Plan schedule for next week. I will be back on Tuesday. It'll be probably in the evening uh, time period um, again, but uh, should be back on schedule next Tuesday. So anyway, uh, just got a few things to talk about this week. We've got uh, my trip recap. We're going to talk a little bit uh, college baseball, college basketball, and we're going to finish up with some wrestling talk. I'm going to leave a lot of the money in the bank, um, predictions and everything to next week's edition. Um, so we can get it right in right before the money in the bank pay-per-view. So anyway, um, just got back last night from my vacation. And it was fantastic. I uh, got to go to Wyoming. We uh, started at the Grand Tetons National Park. So we landed in Jackson last Sunday. This was Sunday the 27th spent Sunday and Monday and a little bit of Tuesday in the Grand Tetons area. Got to do a float trip down the Snake River. Um, Tuesday, we headed into Yellowstone. And so Tuesday afternoon, got to see the Old Faithful geyser erupt and got to see a lot of the thermal uh, geysers that are contained within uh, Yellowstone National Park. Um, very interesting, a uh, lot of, a lot of hot springs within Yellowstone and got a very strong sulfur smell to them. So got, got a lot of good pictures, uh, from the old faithful geyser, um, spent Tuesday night and Wednesday night uh, in Montana. So that was a, another state I was able to cross off the list. So we spent, uh, Wednesday night, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday in West Yellowstone, Montana. Uh, spent Wednesday at Yellowstone again. Did some of the waterfalls. Some of the uh, there was some more geothermal stuff we did. Canyons. Saw lots of wildlife on Wednesday. Um, got uh, bison in the road. Uh, got some close encounters with some elk, and um, there was even a little bit of a bear sighting. Uh, couldn't see very well. Didn't get a good picture of it, but there was a black bird, a uh, black bear. Excuse me. Uh, several hundred yards away from uh, where we were at. Um, but, you know, you could kind of see some movement there. Um, then Thursday uh, got up. We journeyed in uh, further east into Wyoming, uh, stopped in Cody, Wyoming, home of Eric Bischoff, also hometown of the greatest Texas Tech coach in history, Mike Leach. Um, got to go to the Buffalo Bill Cody Museum. And then uh, finished up spending the night in Sheridan, Wyoming, and, and did a nice little dinner there um, that was put on. And then got up Friday, journeyed into South Dakota. So that was the, that's our third new state on this trip that I'd never been to. And Friday, we just kind of, it was more of a traveling day. Um, got to go to the Devil's Tower, which was awesome. Uh, Got to do a little hike around the Devil's Tower and then journeyed into South Dakota, did the uh, a Deadwood tour and then got to Rapid City. Um, that was going to be our last stop. We're going to stay 
well, ended up staying three nights at Rapid City at the Rushmore Hotel. And what's really cool about Rapid City, and especially downtown Rapid City where we were staying, is they have statues of all of the presidents of the United States. And I am a big presidential nerd. I love reading about the history of the presidents. I have them all by memory and order. I can tell you probably an interesting fact about each of them. And so did a lot of statue hunting Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, they do have all the presidents up. They don't have a Trump statue up yet. They usually don't put up a statue until the president has left office. Uh, the, the Barack Obama statue, in fact, I think was just put up a few years ago, but got some really good pictures of statues from some of my favorite presidents, including in the age of Grover Cleveland. And then, of course, you know, Ronaldus Maximus, Ronald Reagan, um, had a great dinner Friday night. And I'll talk a little bit more about the food uh, on this trip here in just a second. And then Saturday went to the Badlands in the morning. South Dakota was definitely a lot hotter uh, than Wyoming temperature wise. So it was a pretty hot day Saturday and Sunday um, in South Dakota. Weather wise, it was really beautiful in Wyoming. In fact, in the night time, it would get kind of cool, which was awesome. It was still shorts weather for me, but uh, it was great weather. Um, so Saturday morning went to the Badlands, got a really good picture of a of a sheep, pronghorn sheep, um, that was kind of laying out in the Badlands. So um, in the afternoon for lunch, ended up at the Wall uh, Pharmacy, as featured in Nomadland, amongst other films. Uh, kind of a fun little kitschy place, is a huge place. Had uh, all sorts of so- sorts of stuff going on there. And then Saturday night, got to go to the lighting of Mount Rushmore. And honestly, that might have been my favorite part of the trip. I mean, everything was awesome. I mean, Yellowstone was awesome. But the lighting of Mount Rushmore, if you're ever going to visit Mount Rushmore, you need to make the time uh, to do the lighting of Mount Rushmore at night. Um, You go down, there's a lovely amphitheater. It's about a 45-minute program. They do a video. Um... They invite veterans down to fold the flag that's on the pole, and then they light the the different presidents, and you, and you hear why that they are on Mount Rushmore in the first place. But extremely moving ceremony. This was on July third, and uh, so right on Fourth of July Eve, it was fantastic to be able to uh, be a part of that. Uh, Sunday, we got up. We started with the Crazy Horse Memorial, and it's really interesting. The Crazy Horse Memorial. Um, it is not finished yet. They've got the head of Crazy Horse done, and now they're working on the arm and then the top part of the horse at Crazy Horse. And uh, but it was really interesting to see and see the process. What's really cool about the Crazy Horse Memorial is they are building it with no government funding, and so yes, it can be done. NFL owners and other sports owners. Um, so it, it is a little bit of a longer process, but it's it's really interesting to see. And it's a really cool, cool looking moral. And it's going to be a huge uh, the statue. I mean, the, the head of Crazy Horse that's already been finished is uh, bigger than the Mount Rushmore faces. Um, so did Crazy Horse in the morning and then in the afternoon went back to Mount Rushmore. Uh, got to get some more great pictures and there's a cool little hike that you can do around Mount Rushmore and um, go through the museum and everything. And then back to Rapid City for 
the evening uh, and got to see a really cool fireworks display. It was from our hotel room window. Um, you know, the Rushmore Hotel built, it's right in the middle of downtown Rapid City. And uh, we were on the fifth floor. And um, where our window was facing was where the fireworks were being set off. So kind of cool to just sit there in your hotel room and watch fireworks. Um, then Monday morning, this is where things got a little hairy. Um, got up, got some more presidential pictures. And then the plan was to fly out of Rapid City around 4.30 and then change planes in Denver and then fly back into Texas at that point. Uh, a storm moved in and the, the, there, we ended up being delayed in Rapid City until about 8 o'clock is when we flew out. And so unfortunately, we were going to miss our connection in Denver. And fortunately for us, we uh, were able to get a hotel that night. I will tell say a couple of things. Number one, shout out to the gate agent in South Dakota. Uh, she did not work for the airline we were flying on, United. Um, but she was able to get us seats on a flight Tuesday evening. It was actually first class, and I'll talk more about that a little bit in a little bit. Um, but not a shout out to the agents in the Denver airport, United. Um, you know, they they told us in South Dakota, you know, get with the gate agent at the United, uh, in the Denver airport and get there. It's about after it's after nine o'clock. I mean, almost like nine thirty, and, you know, our plane has already left for, for the night and there's no more planes going, uh, to El Paso that night. And so got to the gate agent. She literally just hands us this card, shoes us away and of no help. So, Terrible, terrible service on the part of United Airlines at the Denver airport. Um, but we're able to get a hotel that night. And uh, the, the front desk agent at the Marriott, it's the, it's the Denver Marriott at Gateway. Fantastic. Um, so it really worked out in the end. Got a good night's sleep and then was able to get uh, back on a plane Tuesday. And what was cool is the South Dakota gate agent, the tickets we ended up getting for the Tuesday flight was first class. First time I've ever flown first class, and I got to say, it was awesome. Uh, here's what was awesome about first class: the leg room, the size of the seats were fantastic. Um, now, is it worth paying three hundred dollars more for a ticket? Nah, probably not. I mean, unless I was, unless I was rich. <laughs> so tell your friends to listen to my podcast, and then I might get rich. Just kidding. Um, but finally, got back t- uh, to Texas. Uh, last night and everything. So overall, pretty good trip. Um, Food-wise, had some pretty good meals. Got to eat uh, um, elk and bison meatloaf. So that was really good. Got to eat some some fish, some uh, walleye, some trout. Um, trying to think what else, um, what, what else we ended up eating at during this uh, trip. Um, Fourth of July, got to have a really good bratwurst in this nice little town in South Dakota. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all a fun, a fun trip. Um, cool things about the trip, you know, the 2021 other than the airport and on the airplane did not have to wear a mask at all. So, you know, those of you that kind of like me, I, you know, and I'm not an anti-masker by any stretch of the imagination, but 
you know, I don't like wearing a mask, especially in the middle of the summer. It gets hot, uncomfortable. I end up getting sore throats a lot with having to wear it. I had to wear it, you know, in the classroom all year. And, you know, invariably Monday afternoon would usually go home with a headache or a sore throat because I've been talking all day with a mask in front of my face. But uh, other than the airport and airplane, didn't have to wear a mask. Um, There is still staff shortages in a lot of places, but, um, you know, felt, you know, felt like, you know, we were taken care of very well. I would highly recommend the, the tour organization that we went with Trafalgar. Um, and they do all sorts of trips. It's not just Yellowstone and Mount Rushmore, but a very professional, uh, organization and very, very great, uh, pl- place to, to do your schedule, your vacations with. So, um, but I am back in, back in the great state of Texas and uh, so it was overall a great trip. I got to see three states that I had never been to. Um, so my state total is now up to 27 out of 50. And I've now covered the entire western part of the United States. So fantastic um, and everything. So anyway, great trip overall. I want to talk a little bit. I, uh, I did miss this because of not having a show last week, but congratulations to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Hail State. They are the College World Series champions. Very deserving. Um, I told you, you know, at the beginning of the College World Series and halfway through it, I was, you know, really rooting for it, it to be Mississippi State. Uh, number one, that's where the great Mike Leach is. But number two, this is also, uh, you know, they just kind of remind me, you know, Mississippi State reminds me of kind of the, the Texas Tech of the SEC. Um, you know, the kind of the, they're not well regarded around the country. Uh, they're looked down upon even within the SEC. So it was kind of cool to see them win. I got to tell you, I'm very disappointed in the way that the NCAA handled the situation with NC State, you know, NC State uh, was not done right in the College World Series. And basically, you know, Vanderbilt was able to skip through uh, by nefarious means to the finals. And so um, I was glad they didn't win. And you know, in my opinion, if Vanderbilt had won, then it would have been uh, you, you should have should have been should have put an asterisk next to that championship, but it worked out. Mississippi State won. Mississippi State also knocked out the shorthorns of the evil University of Texas at Austin, so congratulations to them. We had a little bit of breaking news last night with Tech Baseball, um, kind of some sad and news about Tech Baseball. Micah Dallas, uh, one of our great pitchers, he is selling his soul to the devil, and he is going to College Station and he will be an Aggie. So he has pulled a Chris Beard and will be consorting with the enemy. So kind of a shame, but we'll make sure to send him a postcard from Omaha next year as Coach Tadlock will be leading us back to Omaha while they're sitting at home at Bluebell Park. <laughs> so the other big tech story I want to talk about is basketball. We are going to find out today. Uh, whether or not TJ Shannon is going to come back. I think he probably will stay in the draft, and I really don't blame him. It looks like he is going to be drafted. And, you know, I think if you are 
going to be drafted in the NBA, I think you got to go. And love to have him back, and I hope I'm wrong, actually. You know, it would be awesome. That would be the cherry on top to get him back. But, you know, I think he will end up staying in the draft. I think the one that really hurt themselves and shot themselves in the foot is Mac McClung. Um, he's not going to be drafted. Um, but, you know, it was clear he, he did want to come back to Tech next year. And I, I just think the market for transferring again for him was was not going to look good. So, I mean, my, my attitude about that is if he doesn't didn't want to play, didn't want to be here, then, you know, good luck. Hope he does well, uh, you know, wherever he ends up playing pros overseas. But, you know, I think he did make a mistake uh, coming out and basically staying in the draft and hiring an agent. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Last thing we're going to talk about, we're going to talk a little bit about wrestling. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, um, not a whole lot of – I'm not going to do a whole lot with the Money in the Bank stuff. I'll do my predictions next week for Money in the Bank uh, as it comes up. But we are getting very much closer to fans being back in the arena. So that's going to be fun uh, when that happens. But this is a red-letter day in wrestling history. We are in the 25th, today, 25th anniversary of the Bash at the Beach, 96, the formation of the NWO, the moment that it was revealed that Hulk Hogan was the third man and changed wrestling history. Um, This is what ends up igniting the Attitude Era in the WWF. You have the Monday Night Wars at its height. And just a golden, golden age of uh, pro wrestling. So, you know, go back and watch Bash at the Beach 96. If you have Peacock, you have access to it. Uh, But you can also watch on YouTube some of the clips, especially the clip of when Hogan finally turns heel and joins and forms the NWO. So happy 25th anniversary. Got uh, you know to all all involved with that. So um, that's kind of what's going on this week. Um, like I said, we will have we'll be back to our regular schedule next Tuesday and for a few more Tuesdays, and then we will shift to Saturdays once the school year starts back up. So um, I hope everybody has a great week. Like I said, next week I'll talk a little bit more about the money in the bank pay-per-view coming up and my predictions for that um i could talk star trek but there's really no news on the star trek front right now we're kind of still in a holding pattern with uh some of the upcoming star trek projects so anyway hope you all have a very good week and i will see you next week on the chris carpenter show